We got the live notification. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming out, checking out our community one-shots. This is uh, Featherfall Tabletop Presents Watchers in the Dark. This is one of the installments of the Arcane Library Bundle of Horror. This is the level 4 adventure in there. Um, we've played through two of the others uh, on this channel. Great stuff. It Fun for a DM because the way they are written is so is so great uh just easy easy to get a hold of and that's why we like doing them here um uh, but anyway we're here got community one shots let's go through some housekeeping and then i'll have the players introduce themselves and we will um move on from there we'll get into the gameplay so uh featherfall tabletop we are sponsored by two different uh companies here one of those is found familiar coffee um great uh people in the community always supporting and looking to uh, lend a hand looking to get artists uh work out there and they they do a ton of uh work with the community and it's great to be affiliated with them you can use the affiliate link down below and code featherfall at checkout uh to save yourself 10 percent on any of their um role-playing i don't want to say just dungeons and dragons themed because it's kind of uh expanded out from that but any kind of uh ttrpg themed coffee you, you'd like we are also sponsored by school splitter dice they a uh, longtime sponsor uh for the channel here um any of your dice needs you can check them out with the link down below code featherfall it saves you 10 percent on those dice as well let's see what do we got coming up i think you know wednesday we're we're taking a break from our wild mount game it's looking like we're gonna uh the movement to uh darken twitch for for the day is is happening and we're we're going to um uh, join in on that and we are we are not playing our game on wednesday so you won't catch us here but you we will be back on sunday with our force and destiny tales from the cantina i think that's episode four at this point and then next monday we do have another one shot that is valley of the gilded tower Another installment from the Arcane Library here. Uh, so that's what's coming up uh, around the corner. Okay, let's get into introductions. Just uh, tell us, I'd like you to tell us who you are and where they can find you on the internet if you'd like to promote that. Anything you want to promote that you do around the internet. And uh, we'll get into like character introductions once we're kind of in the game. But tell us who you are. And I'll start with on Twitch, uh, the top left, that would be Marlo. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Marlo. Uh, I do lots of one shots and things like that around different channels and stuff. So if you follow me on Twitter, you can see those updates. Um, I am at Marlo, M-A-R-L-O, Bogwitch. So it's B-O-G-G-W-I-T-C-H. Um, I am also on a really great podcast called Sins of the Father. Uh, we are a 5e game about kids looking for our missing fathers and currently doing a really cool side arc about some um, treasure hunting pirates. So check us out. Awesome. Thanks, Marlo. Uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, I, I DM'd a game with you, uh, Kids on Bike, for the, uh, the COVID relief. That was Kids on Bikes, but that was fun. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to play with you again. <laughs> All right, uh, moving over to PJ, uh, if you want to go ahead and uh, tell us who you are, where we can find you, anything you want to promote. Uh, my name is Patrick. I uh, PJ underscore Shamrock, and that's on Twitter or Twitch or Discord. Um, I really, I'm starting, starting to start, starting to start playing uh, more often. One shots like this is a, is a great start and. Um, I'm, I'm I'm having a great time. This is this is 
so something I've been doing or have been doing since I was a kid, you know, 15, 16 years old, back with, you know, AD, AD and D. So this is old but new. All right, uh, PJ, we're happy to have you here. Um, moving down to Typo. Right, hello, everybody. I'm Typo. You know me, you love me, or you haven't heard of me, and you're missing out. Ego aside. <laughs> Uh, I, you can find me here on Featherfall Tabletop doing one-shots and potentially joining campaigns, as well as Polished Cryptid's channel, where I do pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that's right. We played through um, one of the Tales from the Yawning Portal, Dead and Thay, uh, not too too long ago. All right, uh, and good to have you back. Um, you do see we do have a blackened screen uh, down below uh, with nobody sitting in it. That that star uh, couldn't make it tonight, so we are down to three players. But they'll, I mean, these are seasoned pros. They'll be fine. I'm not even going to adjust the combat. You, got, you guys will just be fine. It's all good. Anyway, here we go. So we are jumping into Watchers in the Dark. You all are a, a kind of a traveling adventuring party together you all know each other you've been you know working through uh travels together you're currently in a a patch of forest that is kind of off trail off the main road a little bit um and you're working through that it's kind of it's it's a rather nice day the kind of sun is getting ready to set but up ahead you do see um what was once clear sky has now turned into um hazy kind of smoke filled and you can see you're starting to catch some of the trees that have been singed uh by something um fires have been kind of spreading through the underbrush and clearing some of that out not like a normal forest fire it looks a little bit different to you all but that's what you are approaching as you are moving through this forest um, mm -hmm. and the, the smoke gets really thick about a hundred feet in front of you. And you can tell once you enter that, um, s your, your line of sight's going to be, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little, uh, uh, shortened. So at this point, I'll give you a moment to, as you're walking through and approaching this, uh, go ahead and introduce your character. Tell us, uh, what they look like. Uh, you can give, you can give class and race if you'd like, but, um, uh, it's always kind of fun to see if people can guess as you play, but I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, what you want to say about your character, and we'll start in that same order. We'll start with Marlo. So um, Gretchen is a very large woman. Uh, she has dark hair and bright blue eyes, and um, she's fair of face, uh, but quite a um, intimidating figure. Um, and she has a... Uh, uh, a, so a cloak over top, it's black cloak, plain, um, and she usually wears the hood up, um, and she is, um, I'll let you guys guess, because you're going to figure out in one minute right. whenever I do an attack with her, her classes. <laughs> That's great. You don't Thanks. already know. <laughs> Thanks, Arlo. Um, and PJ. Valtiv is, is tall, about six foot, six foot one in his boots. He has the very well kept. He's uh, the polished armor. He has uh, a bluish gray tabard with the you know gold embroidery, and he's he he knows he's all that. Um, he's he's older, so he has the salt and pepper hair. It's 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 long. It's down here. He's got the got the beard going on with some white streaks in it. He's uh, very very fit for his age. I mean, he's 
think of uh, Sam Elliott in Roadhouse. I mean, this this is who this guy is. He and he walks with with his head up, and he knows he's he's it. <laughs> nice uh, to quote Roadhouse. Pain don't hurt. Uh, <laughs> 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 Great movie. Uh, okay, thanks, uh, PJ. We'll go down to uh, typo. Go ahead and uh, tell us who you're playing tonight. I'm going to be playing Ashworm, otherwise known as Bookworm, by some of his friends. He's a soft-spoken beanpole of a wizard dressed in an oversized poncho. It obscures just about every part of him except for a pair of very long, twiggy legs that poke out from the bottom. And the top half of his head, which the bottom half is wrapped around in a knitted scarf that trails off behind him. He seems almost at every moment to try to be trying to hide within his poncho and scarf as if afraid the merest like glance might destroy him in real like ichabod crane kind of vibes from the old uh, <laughs> the old disney animated one <laughs> that's cool also can i just say well tall squad <laughs> <laughs> okay as you so you're coming uh kind of keeping pace keeping an eye open um if if you can i'll have either a, a nature check or a perception check whatever you're proficient in or or you have the best modifier um as you're kind of approaching and you do hear some sounds within that smoke that haze that is uh kind of creating this wall in front of you i rolled a 16 nature you said uh, or perception um whatever whatever is your kind of go-to here i am a wizard <laughs> 18 15. yeah you all you all pass this you hear this bellowing of this deep uh guttural sound of um it's almost pig in pig like in nature it's not almost it is a, exactly uh pig like and you hear like some rutting in the dirt and then but even beyond those uh ruts and bellows, you hear um, the voice of what you you make out to be a human uh, male voice that's um, saying, screaming, kind of at the top of his lungs. There's always something trying to kill me. And then, as that he says that, you see kind of a firebolt uh, illuminate some of that haze and blast off a tree, and another one, and another one. And those boars, uh, those wild boars, are still coming, uh, like coming towards him and he's still screaming, you know, trying to get away. What would you guys like to do? Uh, before you do that, uh, Chromatic Chimera, uh, thank you for the raiding party uh, coming in. Thanks uh, a lot. Woo -woo. We appreciate it. Just getting started here. Um, so what would you all like to do as you hear this going on? Uh, Gretchen uh, is going to step, like, step forward and like pull her uh, hammer out and be holding it. It's a big two-handed <laughs> hammer. Um, and uh, she just gets in the stance like, I'm ready. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm here for it. Valtiv sees this. And he sees Gretchen do this. And he goes, takes out his sword, and prepares himself because he knows if she's getting ready, it's time to get ready. <laughs> okay. Bud Crane, I mean Ash. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quickly, like seeing everybody else getting ready, kind of like paces in place like a little bit, and then is it? Does it sound like they're coming towards us or like going across? It's, it's kind of yeah, like 
at an like, angle, uh, you hear the boars are are closer to you, and the uh, the voice is further away. It's not one stacked on the other. They're kind of at an angle to you, if that mm. makes sense. Okay, so it sounds like... So if you take this line, you kind of... And the, the boars are closer to you. You can't really... Every now and then you'll see one kind of pop out from the haze and you can kind of catch the rear end of it and see this kind of giant uh, boar rear end popping out and then going back in and, and all the while these fire bolts are coming off. Okay. Going to reach into my pouch and pull something out and I'm just going to start, like, going to kind of fall to the ground and just start messing with it on the ground. If you can get them to come over here, it'd probably be helpful. Whatever you say, Ash. She turns and, like, turns the direction that they are and screams, Hey! <laughs> I love it. As that happens, you see two boars kind of peek their head out of this this haze that is, it's kind of, it's not a magical wall of, of fog, but it is pretty thick in one area and then starts to dissipate. It peeks its head out and, like, kind of, Sn uh, snuff at the ground and it is starting to run towards you what is different in this boar is that it has this dagger like amber shard stuck in its rib cage and it's running towards you uh gretchen hmm it's, it's probably about like 50 feet away coming closer hmm um she is readied herself and got her hammer down like she's ready to swing up as it like and meet it as it comes towards her but she kind of holds back and looks tries to look and get a good eyeball on what that that amber thing sticking out of it is yeah you can give me uh another perception check on that if if you'd like uh it's going to come 30 feet closer to you and and this shard is sticking in it and it's it's in enough to stay, but it is kind of like bobbing up and down as this boar is just get, gaining speed and galloping up to you. Another one comes out from out of the uh, the haze itself. Same crystal shard. This one is actually attached into the base of its neck, and it's just kind of flopping there as it's charging. Uh, I rolled a 10 on my perception, so I don't know if I can tell anything else. Um, it. it looks... You haven't seen anything like this. It's not like a piece of gold. It's not like a diamond. It has a weird color and a weird like pulsating glow. It's something you've never really seen before. So you're having a hard time like pinpointing exactly what is going on here. Um, instead of like trying to swing with the hammer, I would like to try to move forward and grab whatever that is and try to pull okay. it out. All right. Uh, I like this. Um, so, <laughs> everybody, you see Gretchen, like, kind of holster th that hammer, and you're getting almost in, like, a, a wrestler kind of stance, getting ready to maybe grapple this boar and pull this out. Is that... Yeah, okay. she's, like, crunched down, like... I love it. Got her hands, like, up, like, she's ready to grapple it. <laughs> as, as okay. This, as this is happening, can I cast the spell I've been preparing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh... From behind you, as you as you charge forward, you hear the mutterings of ancient seamstress. Hear my call. Cast forth your weave and ensnare mine enemies in unyielding bands of silk. And he, taking his hand, crushing a spider and pulling it apart, these gooey tendrils begin to crystallize into a string-like mesh. 
and then he throws it out forward, wrapping around the trees, forming a web spell. Uh, remind me, web spell. A uh, web spell. You conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point you chose within range. The web fills a twenty-foot cube within that point for the duration, up to one minute, up to one hour. Jeez. Uh, the webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure their area. Okay. If the web are the webs need to be anchored between two areas, i.e., the trees around here. Yep. And each creature that starts its turn the web or enters that area during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, it's restrained as long as it remains in the webs or breaks free. Okay. It can use its action to make a strength check to break free. In tw- 20 foot cube? Yep. Okay. And I'm casting it in, f- like, in front of like where I think the meeting point is going to be, like so okay. it doesn't. Matter. Uh, so I'm going to do a deck save on the the first board that's coming up, and that's a twelve. Okay, that's a fail. Okay, uh, so uh, Gretchen, as this first board is coming up, you see, and you're kind of moving. You you stop your your tracks before this web wall of web kind of comes up in front of you, and this boar head impression just comes pushing into the web and kind of gets pushed back um immediately after it is another one so i'm gonna do a, a deck save for that guy uh that's a nat 20 uh pew pew oh. got him um so does, i'm gonna i'm gonna say he breaks this boar breaks through like kind of jumps on the back of the other one breaking through so uh gretchen this one you'll be able to we'll go ahead and do uh contested strength checks and we'll see if uh you can wrestle this boar to the ground. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just imagining this scene in bullet time as this boar, like... <laughs> uh, rolls a 10, so... I uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you beat my five. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're, as this one kind of... The, the one below it pushes, and you see the impression, the tusks break through the web, and it kind of gets uh, rubber-banded back. But right over the top of that, this one comes in, and you're able to just catch it and then bring it down to the ground. So you're, you both are prone next to it. Um, and you see this is the one that has the shard in the base of its neck, and it's on the side that is sticking, uh, is, is up off the ground. So you do see this now. It is kind of this pulsating soft glow. Mm. Um, uh, Patrick, remind me of your character's name? Valtiv. Valtiv, what, what are you doing as this is happening? I saw Ash on the ground doing his spell. I had the weapon drawn, and I positioned myself to where I was near him, in case, you no, know, maybe not in case, but you know, if they were coming at him, I would be able to help him as I as he was casting. I knew I knew he was up to something, and I wanted to make sure that he was at least had some protection. Perfect. I I think you would think Gretchen has that one handled, and now you're you're focused on that other one. Uh, Gretchen, if you want to go ahead and uh, what would you like to do now that uh, you have this boar wrestled down? Gretchen is uh, gonna grab that shard you know, and just try to like grab it with, you know, so she doesn't cut herself Gotcha. and pull it out. Okay. Try to get a um, look at it. Give me, give me a strength check as you're trying to pull this out. I mean, who better in the party to do the strength check here? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Did you just suplex or <laughs> <laughs> I do have animal handling. <laughs> animal handling doesn't let you do that. <laughs> In my games, it does. Uh, Literally but... handling. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. We're rewriting. Man handling. This is animal handling. Come on. Same thing. 
Uh, what was your strength check? It was a 20. Oh, yeah, easy. You're able to just kind of wiggle this uh, out one pull. Um, blood kind of spurts out, but you feel the aggressiveness of this boar kind of uh, go away as this shard exits the body. And it's not really fighting you anymore. Um you, this is the shard is very dagger like, very sharp to the point, um, not honed in a way like a knife would be honed. It's it's kind of a, a natural looking shard. Um, she's gonna release the boar. It it gets up immediately and runs away. And take the shard and just like hold it out and walk okay. towards her, or get up and walk towards her friends. Okay. Um. I'm gonna try that boar, the the second boar, unless um, either <laughs> one of you want to do anything in that time uh, to the other boar. It is going to try to uh, get through the web. His finger is uh, Gretchen <laughs> as you're like walking away from the boar behind you. It's like object permanence. I don't see it behind there, so I'm not like <laughs> recognizing that it's a it's a struggle anymore. Single sweat drop. <laughs> I've seen Gretchen what she what she did and understood that. I'm guessing I understand this. I'd like to go move towards the boar that's trapped yep. in the web to see if yep. I can perform the same action. I don't know if I'm gonna get there in time. Yeah, it breaks out this time, like the the slit that the other one kind of created. It kind of gets up and and kind of uh, topples over it and breaks out. It passed its uh, dex check. And it is now like at you, aggressive eyes, kind of that what it looked like before the shard was pulled out. This one is stuck in the ribs. Um, it is getting to charge you, uh, Valtive. So would you like to grapple and wrestle? I'm going to take a swing at it with my with my longsword. Okay. Uh, yeah. So make an attack roll. That's an eight. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, do that doesn't hit. No. Um, as this boar is coming at you, uh, you're, you're like step aside and try to, are you trying to hit the boar or are you trying to hit the, the shard? I think I was trying to hit the boar. Okay. Slow it down. Uh, Stop it. It's, it's able to kind of get under your sword and it's going to kind of like do a quick 180 and come back at you and it's going to try to, uh, uh, tusk, tusk you. Um, I don't think a nine's going to hit. No. No. All right. So yeah, I kind of again tried to get you. Um, anybody? Uh, we're we're kind of doing loose combat rules here, so there's no real initiative. But if um, Ash or uh, Gretchen want to take a an action at this point, um, feel free. I think Gretchen's too excited about her find, and <laughs> like walking towards Ash, what? like I found something. Tell me what it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh no, Ash is like. You give Ash the item. It's like Ash like looks up at you, looks up, looks down the crystal, looks over the person. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> one second, and he's going to run over and he's going to try to like tackle the boar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'll, I'll say you have advantage because it is. It's not focused on you. It's focused on uh, Valtiv. It's kind of there, ready for a, another tusk attack at him. So go ahead and give me a, a strength check. Strength check by the wizard. Uh, that is a five. <laughs> it's as you kind of like get a barrel hug around the 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 chest, the torso of this boar. It kind of just does a, a quick shimmy, and you slide right off. Um, Valtiv, I'll let you go ahead and do an action now. 
as it's staring up at you. I'd like to. I'd still like to attack it. I'd like to attack okay. it again. Yep. Yeah. Give me. Give me that longsword attack. Because at this point, I have my hands full. <laughs> That's a fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen hits. Give me some damage. Five. All right, five points of damage. Yeah, you you kind of get into this boar. It almost seems to anger it even more. It's it's now ready. It is going to uh, try to tusk you again. Uh, not that's a two. That's not going to do it. He's just missing. It's almost like he's. It's so violent. It's so rage filled that he's not even. This boar isn't really aiming. It's just doing. Um, so uh, Gretchen or Ash. I think I'm just holding on to the tail at this point, just like, <laughs> ah, oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, as it's like swinging violently, you are kind of like, you know, swaying with it. Um, Ash in I, his own head is like, I've got it pinned. Hurry up, guys. <laughs> uh, Gretchen, who was when she saw Ash run around and try to tackle this thing, looks alarmed and like looks at the shard, looks back up alarmed, looks down at the shard, puts the shard very carefully down on the ground. <laughs> like it's like a baby. And then oh. turns and unhooks her uh, hammer and runs up to like smash it. Okay. Yeah, give me a attack roll. Oh God, a seven. Oh. We're, we're getting the bad ones out early, I think. <laughs> is what we're doing here um that's gonna be a miss um and we're all getting the bad ones out because i'm not rolling well either outside of that 120 but that's a miss um yeah and it's this boar is still just not stopping um so uh Valti, if uh, i think we're, we're moving to you you like take another shot at this guy i'm gonna yell you know stop damn it and i'm <laughs> taking another swipe at it oh boy Okay, that's an 18. Okay, definitely hits. And that's 11 slashing. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, so it's going to be easy. Yeah, it's, it, it's looking rough, but it's still there. It's still that, that bloody rage is in its eyes. It's going to tusk. That's a, that's a 21 to hit. That hits. I think that's going to do it. And that's going to be seven points of slashing damage as its tusk kind of catches the side of your thigh as it's coming up and, and rips through some of the flesh. Um, out of the mist, you see the silhouette of, of a man. And this fire is kind of burning in his hands. And he throws out a firebolt to, uh, to that boar. Um, Twelve it just hits. Um, you know, I should have the firebolt damage. What? 1d10. 1d10? Look, at, this is why... I, uh, yeah, so it does six damage as kind of lights up the side of this uh, this boar itself, and it is looking real rough. Okay. Ash has a plan. A, a brilliant wizard plan. <laughs> I'm going to try to grab onto one of the tusks, and like this thing's like this chaos look, running wild. I'm going to grab onto the tusks, the softest and safest part of the boar, and I'm going to try to steer it into the web again. All right, so you kind of, as you shimmy up the the back of this boar and kind of use the uh, tusks as uh, handlebars, that that shard is, like, resting in the crook of your arm here, and you're able to kind of, like, 
you can't get it to to move to like move forward, but you do steer the uh, the the tusks away from Valtiv. You're able to kind of like expose that shard to Valtiv. Okay. Yeah, I imagine it's, like, it's not even a case of like I'm riding the board like hur, hur. it's I try to get up on the board and I slide off and I grab one of the tusks and like pull it to the side. <laughs> yeah, same same side of the board by the yeah. Yeah, definitely, like, kind of pull his head down and, and steer him in that direction. And that silhouette in, in the haze is like, You've got to remove the the shard! Pull the shard out! And he's, like, readying another fireball. Um, Valtiv, it's, I believe, your turn. Seeing, seeing the boar turn himself, the shard facing me, I will try to pull the shard out. Yeah, give me a, a strength check on that one. Hey. Yeah, that, as as it's kind of like wiggling and writhing, you're able to pull this same shard this shard out, uh, much like Gretchen did earlier. Some blood kind of uh, spurts out, but it does that anger and the aggression does go away, and it is now trying to run away. Um, Ash, are you letting it go? Uh, they probably run in like it probably runs like a circle for a few seconds before <laughs> Ash get, like slumps off. All right, <laughs> runs off yeah. into the distance. Finally bucks you off, and then it, it takes off in that same direction as the other boar. Um, at this point, we would be out of uh, initiative if we had ever rolled it, but you, <laughs> we're here. The silhouette is in the haze, um, kind of barking out orders. Ah, good, good. Oh, you heroes arrived just in time. And he steps out, uh, and you see this, uh, this bald man, white robes, like, tattered with dirt like he'd been rolling around and doing the same kind of wrestling dance that you that you just engaged in um gold trim around uh, all of uh, the cuffs he does have a uh, this this kind of gaudy golden ring on his finger that does have some sort of inscription on it that you can't tell from where you're at um a book kind of holstered in one side and he kind of comes up to you well it's about time and he's kind of wiping sweat and kind of uh looking over any wounds he may have he leaves leaves kind of the the floor up to you as he's he's checking over his person what 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 happened here what, what all these boars have shards of whatever sticking out of them what happened ah nobody knows but they seem to be under the control i was overrun in there if uh took care of four myself but it's it's good to see that a backup came I'm not quite sure where they come from. Uh, the shards, I mean. The boars are denizens of these forests. I, I was just uh, getting close to what looks like a, a meteor of some sort. There's a big hole in the ground. Um, seems to be where these these shards and elements of... Uh, 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 and you can see like the pulsing in each of those two shards that you have. Uh, there's the same pulse coming from... The uh, some of the tunnels and and caverns below, just below the meteor. Uh, oh, um, I'm going to go over to one of the shards and I'm going to inspect it. Yeah, well, hand it right to you. <laughs> Get us away. Um, <laughs> you can give me um, give me a nature check. See how that. A nature. Yeah. Wizard. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, 
this is unlike any kind of um, precious stone or metal you've seen before. This is not something you've ever handled. It's It's got some properties that you're not quite sure of. It's got some weird kind of pulsing glows that are inside. It's almost uh, alive in a sense. Like it's got it's got movement to it. It's got like a pulse that is almost heartbeat like. Uh, perhaps maybe it's some sort of it seems to be some sort of parasite. I look uh, over at Gretchen who's holding one of the crystals. When you say parasite, she looks very alarmed and like shakes and drops it. It could probably uh, it, it's probably too late. It's probably tainted us all and we're going to die now. No, no. And uh, this this man comes up next to you and he puts out his hand. Name's Torvain. Um but uh, yeah, I think I like where your head is at. I think you are onto something. Uh it is almost parasitic because as soon as you pulled it from these boars, they went uh, back to being boars. I, I thought you were talking about like where my head was with the whole dying thing. I was going to say, like, that's actually... Oh, no! Just a therapist or something. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, my, my, I think you're on to something. Uh, again, my name's Torvain. Um, I, I, it's good to see somebody else out here, because I thought I was going to be in over my head. Oh, I think you introduce us. Yeah, uh, he he actually pulls out that book, and as you say your name, he's writing it down. Uh, so yes, uh, you are. And he looks he looks to you. Um, sorry, I'm forgetting your name, Valtiv. Sorry, he looks to you. You are. I am Valtiv, and I motion over to Gretchen. This is Gretchen, and on the other hand, this is Ash. Valtiv, Gretchen, Ash. Great, nice to meet you again. I'm I'm Torvain. Um, could I, could I bother you for some help? Help um, in what? <laughs> I am missing um, my partner, Iskavol, has been gone for a few days, and uh, my last track, last known tracks of him have brought me here, and unfortunately they go underground. Hmm. Under the meteor. Yeah. Uh, I, I can show you oh. what it is, what it looks like. Um, it, it have to kind of go into this this haze. Um, uh, there'll be something in it for you. I am I am uh, I can craft magical items, and I would love to make something for all of you, if uh, if you help me out here, bringing Iskavold back. Mm. And he he's kind of like turning and moving towards the that haze of this wall. It, it, you can't see into it, and he's 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 willing to walk. That is suspicious. I mean, <laughs> if magic items don't do it for you, you uh, I don't believe this meteor has been looked at. Maybe we can say that you discovered it, and now you I, are, you know, I sparkle in the history books. Well, we we have to go and find this meteor. Just imagine a parasitic meteor, and we could discover it. Sure, I have one question. What's a meteor? <laughs> well, a meteor is when it's falling, actually when it's falling from the sky. So technically he's incorrect. It's a meteorite, which is a piece of rock that came from the stars. Except it doesn't come from the stars. It comes from outer space, but 
You know, I don't know if an astronomy lessons right now should be the best thing. Is it a rock? Yeah, it's a rock. Yeah, yeah. That's can I lift it? The crystal. Is it too big to be lifted? Well, let's come, come. Let's take a look, uh, and we can reassess once we see it. Too big to be lifted. I didn't know you would. You talk like a quitter. Smile. I'm lifted. <laughs> Gretchen rages. <laughs> As an enlarged person's spell already. <laughs> she like does her arms like this. And she's like, I love a good challenge. <laughs> and we don't have anything else pressing. Good, good. Um, again, I, there were many rewards for you uh, for this help. And he, he turns and starts walking in and he, he kind of like disappears into the mist. You see, you know, kind of his head... It, Lower body first, torso goes, and then his head just whoosh, as he goes in. If you're all following and moving on, um, just one beat as he goes in and just turn it over. I'm not the only one creeped out by that, right? Okay, it's it's. <laughs> I know the way I'm describing it. It seems like it's magical in nature, but it, this is not a magical haze. It's just yeah. a thick smoke that is is left here, and you. Kind of, it, he does kind of fade into it magically, but um, I'm a head wizard. We talk in <laughs> So as you you all go in and your your visibility is kind of cut down to thirty feet, and you're having a hard time seeing really what's far out in front of you. But um, five minutes in, you get to this a big crater where the the smoke kind of dissipates, and you see this huge blackened chunk kind of stabbed into the earth. This crater that it has created is 100 feet across, and it goes down about 40 feet in a pretty steep decline. There's a 15-foot-tall, uh, like, mottled tail of this iron meteorite meteorite that is jutting out from the mud. Um, you can tell it's got, like, some some steam coming off of it, like it might be, tu- might be hot to the touch. Every now and then, uh, like, a, um, a hot red vein kind of pulses and then it disappears um but it is it is kind of like 40 feet down into the meteor and and torvain goes yes there uh you can see uh the tracks of my partner uh go down and he's pointing to this uh what is a tunnel in uh the ground that goes straight down at the base of this meteorite okay i'm Um, going to summon my bat familiar or call them in yeah Okay. Um, do you guys mind if I have a few seconds to pre- prepare some spells? Since I think we're going to be facing some danger, possibly. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ash goes over to a... Oh, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Ash goes over to a rock and like sits atop it, and like he takes out a carving knife and a wishbone. Like he just pulls it out from underneath his little uh, cloak and like, starts whittling away car- runic markings into the wishbone. And then goes over towards, let's say... Uh, he's going to give it this one to Gretchen. Uh, actually, this one to... What's your character's name? I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot. P.M. Chevron. Valtif. Valtif. Hey, Valtif, can you grab onto the edge of this wishbone? Thanks. Okay, so. on three. One, two, and he speaks some strange language for a brief moment. Three. Snap. 
As it snaps in half, nothing happens. Perfect. Uh, keep that in your pocket. He puts it in his back pocket. Or he puts it into his cloak. <laughs> he then goes over towards Gretchen and like gives her a, like, a little sprinkling of some strange dust. And sprinkles it over himself as well. Uh, he mutters a few arcane words. And Gretchen, you add 1d8 to your initiative rolls. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Voltive, uh, you get a d20. So you can, when you roll an attack, ability check, or saving throw, you can choose to roll an another d20 and use that instead. It can only work once and it lasts for an hour. Wow. Nice. I okay. imagine when he did the sprinkle, Gretchen kind of had her mouth open a little bit. And so she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were going to treat it like snowflakes. <laughs> I, I literally have to throw it in your face. I, I know it's annoying. <laughs> um, great, great. Um, you know, man, that's magic aside. Um, I mean, there's this tunnel here, and you can see Iskavol's, uh tracks head straight to that one. But I have found this other tunnel over here. I don't know which one might be better. Uh, I'll leave that uh, to the adventurers here. Um, but... I, I, I know he's down there. I can I can do sense the, it. Do the one of does one set of tracks go to one side? The the ones that he is pointing out to you are from his partner Iskavols that he is pointing yeah, he went in this tunnel. Um and there are no tracks on the other side. But he in his reconnaissance while he was here before you guys showed up, um yeah, I uh I, I did find another one before those boars came up on me. Um I, I I don't know if they go to the same place. I don't I don't know which one's which, but I know those I know Iskavol's boots, and those are them. Hmm. Do I feel he's being on a level with us? Can I? Yeah, you can give me a um, uh, insight check. Insight's the word. Oh, uh, let me give a. Does that work? Uh, you can't really read him. It there's like a lot of emotions going on. He's got he's got beaded sweat from the interaction he had with the boars. He's got like some terror in his eyes. He's so it's hard to really pinpoint, um, what what he's what he's saying. With a seven, I yeah, I get it. Okay. I was gonna say one one must uh, really know someone to know their own to know their boot print. Uh, yeah, I mean, Escavol and I have been together for for almost ever. Um, and he he holds up that finger with that ring on it, and he kind of spins it around to you. And uh, see, and it, it says Escavol on there. Um, he gave me this, um, and he has one with my name on it. Mm. Um, it would be. I would be in debt to all of you if you helped me bring him back. Huh. I'm moved by this. This this is his his uh their 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 bond has has moved me, and so I I would be willing to go to to find Escaval. Uh, thank you. Uh, 
again, I, I will definitely be going with you. Um, you know, I can, these fire bolts, I can shoot off all day. You might need my help. Um, I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wasn't willing to do. Um, Gretchen, Ash, do we, we still have a deal? What? I, I was, I'm sorry, I was staring at the tunnels. He, Ash seems to be having a heart attack looking between two tunnels <laughs> with no information on which is better. <laughs> Single sweat drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. if, uh, if my time with the dwarfs taught me anything, it is really that a bond should not be broken. He turns to you, Ash. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Eyes narrow, slowly hiding within his scarf. <laughs> yes, I will help. It looks at everybody for confirmation. Sinister <laughs> the nod behind him. <laughs> yes, we're going to help and save the person. <laughs> Iskabal. Iskabal, yes. That I was Yes. Did, oh. did the time with the dwarves help you like determine structural integrity of caves? Like what what do you do you think one of these is gonna like collapse on us if we go down it? Oh uh they weren't the underground mining type of dwarves. They were the like go around and make people bleed kind of dwarves. Oh my gosh, I'm so racist. Oh my gosh. Egg on my face. Favorite kind. Um, (laughs) Kill dwarves. At this... um, uh, What is my NPC's name? (laughs) Torvain is going to, like, kind of turn his back to the slide and start to climb down um, next to those those same boot tracks that uh, were Iskival's. And he's going to get down and start the trek down this 40 feet into uh, getting closer to that meteorite. Um, again, I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do, so I'll, I'll go first. I'm right behind him. And yeah, so 40 feet down as, um, if you'd like, when you're at the bottom here, you can give me a survival check. Um, as you're kind of seeing, you're picking up more, um, boot prints from Iskavols that match his, but you are also seeing some different kind of tracks around it that that don't make sense to just the without uh, closer inspection. <laughs> if anybody else would like like to make a uh, ins- or a, a survival check is the check you can. Um, otherwise, uh, he is getting closer and kind of getting ready to go headfirst into this tunnel. I rolled a twelve. Okay, perfect. I rolled a twenty. I was um, which makes sense given how long we've been analyzing these caves. Um, Valtiv and uh, Gretchen, you're having a hard time like figuring out. You do see some wolf prints in there, um, but you can't really figure out what the other ones are. Uh, Ash, you're able to to pick it out. These are very uh, insect like um, kind of spike. There's no real footprint it's more of a, a peg coming down in in this pattern that heads straight for that that tunnel hmm oh um gretchen i say like just like tapping her on the back because i'm assuming she's the third person in mm-hmm. um there are spike-legged insects going in here i think or spike-legged 
something. Well, how do you know it wasn't just a person with a stick? I mean, the depth of this... Like, he, a it, tape measure basically comes out from his uh, cloak, and he just, like, measures into the thing. Well, the depth of this suggests a weight of about how many pounds, GM? Uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty heavy. I mean, insects aren't heavy naturally, but this, this does have... Because the the ground has been so tilled up from this meteorite crashing, it does go pretty deep in, like an inch or two, two or three inches. Yeah, this to would, get this, a, would, this would totally but, not be the gate of a of a human either, unless they're like really trying hard to be an insect. Yeah, you're seeing like sets of three on each side, with a, with a you know open space in the middle. She looks alarmed by the thought of. A human trying to act like an insect. <laughs> <laughs> Off slightly in the background, Ash is trying to mimic <laughs> the walking gait necessary. Um, uh, oh. Well, we, we still got to get the Escobar, right? Escobar, right? Oh, yeah. Um, just be careful. Oh, okay. And bring, <laughs> bring bug repellent. Um, so you should see uh, makings of a map um, towards the top of it. I hope enough is revealed in roll 20. Mm-hmm. I am not mistaken, am I? Uh, yeah. There it is. Okay. So uh, towards the top, it says the Warrens, and you should be able to drag your token out there uh, next to um, Torvane. So you're kind of in this tunnel, and it's it's coming down, and then it kind of levels out into this um, uh, a leveled ground. It is all of this. You're starting to see, especially you, Ash. You're starting to see some of those those um, insect steps translate into carvings on the wall like this has been carved by some sort of insect hmm. and it's not just it's not the the meteor right itself that created these tunnels this is pre-existing tunnels oh it's it's kind of and it, it uh Tor, Torvane is turning to you and it's kind of hot down here uh you can that meteorite must be poking through and that that heat is filling these tunnels Hmm. And he's he's going to continue forward and kind of turn this corner. Okay. I think there's only one way to go. For the most part, this is lightless. So if you don't have dark vision, uh, it it is a l- pretty dim. Uh, I'm not going to hold you to uh, the darkness totally. You can see in front of you. Um, but it is pretty dark. Uh, the walls are dripping and and kind of flow with some like the sweat that is coming. Like it, it's like a heat lodge, like a sweat lodge, just kind of pulling the moisture out. Um, and it's per- pretty like dank down here and 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 sweaty. Humid would be a good term. We were talking about humidity earlier. Uh, I think we'll stick with that. And he he does turn. He Torvane does come and turn this corner. Oh, this is it. I see it. He he calls back to everybody else. Uh, I'd, like, 
Ash is navigating via a bat sonar at the moment. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You had your um, your familiar out. Yeah. I would like to use my uh, light cantrip. Okay. My racial trait. Okay. So it's good for one hour and for, for 20 feet. Perfect. Yeah, so in this tunnel that you are now in, um, it just lights up 20 feet in front of you. It's very, like, kind of tight quarters on the side. Um, and that glaring light is is showing on that side. You can now see those kind of scratch marks, insect-like uh, scratch marks that have carved this tunnel that you, you couldn't once see when you were on the surface. Must be a strong bug if it could do that. Uh, yeah, it definitely has claws or mandibles. Do we have a ceiling yet? Yes, it is um, 30 feet tall. So you kind of come down and then it opens up to 30 feet high. Sorry. Okay. And uh, if, if you're turning the corner with Torvane, you see him like hands on his hips and you see this meteor ha where it has broken through and penetrated into these caverns. Um, and it and it goes into, like, from the ceiling to the floor, coming down and, and going into the ground itself. Um, every few... There are some, some scatterings of those same crystal shards around the base of this meteor. And as you're standing there and you, you wait, you know, 10, 15 seconds, you see another shard expel itself from the side of this meteor and fall and clang onto the ground. Hmm. Did you see that? I reach into my bag and like hold out one of the shards and see if like there's any sort of re weird reaction being near the re near to this meteor. Um, no, not that you could tell. It's got the same pulse, the same kind of uh, low hum that is coming from it. And yeah, nothing is like, it's not picking up in frequency or in, um, in uh, length or uh, power. Okay. Put it back safely in the bag. Hmm. And as you're, you're here, you do see other tunnels kind of go off to the left, right, and in front of you. Uh, there's no telling where you could be. Uh, I don't see any of the tracks. Hmm. I don't see them anymore. April, well... I'm just going to logic here, but there's a lot of bug tracks, and there were a lot of his tracks, and then his tracks were gone. So I'm going to say he Gretchen. probably got. Oh, go ahead. Uh, he probably got eaten by or picked up by bugs. Gretchen looks. Uh over at the group and goes, you want me to call for him? I've got a loud voice. She opens her mouth up and breathes in like she's going to like yell into this cavern. <laughs> Somebody please God stop her. <laughs> Small light person just like against your back. It doesn't stop you. It's just like distracting. <laughs> <laughs> what? I do have a loud voice. Um, no, 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 no. No? I, I have every confidence in your loud voice. But perhaps in this moment, we should not pincer ourselves in here. 
Okay. You see Torvain gets closer to this meteor, and he's kind of like putting his hand close to it and just feeling the warmth. Yeah, this uh, this thing is warm. So hot. Uh, and as as he's got his hand there right above him, one of those shards starts to come out and clunk, clinks down on the ground. Ting, 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 ting. Maybe you shouldn't do that. I don't know. Oh. That. Um, Mumbling into his scarf. Uh... Uh, which way? I I don't I don't know. Uh, well, I have a bat that I can send to go scout, and I think I'm going to do that. Yep. So I don't know where anything is at the moment because I can't see the map. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to send my bat up north, east, in a clockwise direction. Okay. So I'm not actually moving this way, but my bat is. Yeah. What's it see? Mm-mm. Let me see here. Back just goes squeak, squeak, squeak like a mouse. <laughs> uh, you see um, twisted stalocytes up in the ceiling that are kind of like corkscrewing down towards you. You see a two ostrich-sized egg nests kind of in the back corner of here kind of uh they're almost honeycombed in this brown gel Mm -hmm. and that's towards the back of the cavern other than that um nothing else is is kind of pinging okay so gonna come back okay so my bat um says that there are some like egg nests over here Gonna send him off in this general direction. Just see a bunch of caves, probably. Yeah, you see kind of this intertwining uh, kind of bunch of 90-degree um, turns. And as you keep going through... Um, in this room, it's kind of opening. You see at the very end of it, you see the fading sunlight. Like, like that was the other tunnel coming mm-hmm. in, maybe. Um And on the ceiling, (laughs) in that little uh, hallway there, there were yellow kind of bulging membranes that were kind of suctioned to the ceiling. And every now and then, a little drip would fall from them. And it would hit, and as it would hit, there'd be a little sizzle. Okay. Is it like yellow mold, or is it like acid it seems like it's more like a sack of something yeah not not moldy hmm gonna have to get that later (laughs) (laughs) and yeah as you further travel down there um you see like it is the other tunnel okay and on your way back get have your bat give me a, a deck save as it's coming back through okay. that that main area, I do not know what a bat's deck save is. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, hey, thanks, school school splitter dice. Thank you for the uh, the sub and getting some emotes shared out there. We appreciate it. I'm gonna roll one d twenty, and that's plus two for that. Oh yeah, you're yeah, you're good. Um, as you are kind of this bat is flying through right behind it, one of those uh, membranes falls down to the ground, 
and more of that acidic kind of liquid kind of splashes up the wall and starts to sizzle and smoke and then fade away and your bat's able to just make it out. Okay. And uh, what are we like? So the bat's taking time. Do is anybody else doing anything? Yeah, what's everybody else doing as this bat's kind of? And um, Ash, I imagine you're kind of uh, relaying this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You said eggs. Ash. Okay. Yeah. You said eggs. Oh yeah, eggs definitely. Like probably insect eggs. Pro- maybe oh. alien eggs. Oh, I thought you meant like chicken eggs. I mean, like, you can eat them. I've know a few recipes for it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds you like good protein. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, priority oh. one. We're getting some eggs. Okay. <laughs> I want no part of this. <laughs> uh, count me out. Um, as your bat goes into this other room. Uh, there is this hissing, steaming pool of what looks like acid boiling in the stone floor. It looks to be pretty deep. Um, yeah, you don't want to get in contact with that. Okay. You can give me a perception check from your bat while you're in there. Bat, give perception <laughs> Bat perception. It's probably pretty high. Uh, it's a plus one. You think a bat would be more perceptive than that? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't see anything outside of uh, just that that pool. That kind of steam is coming up, and like these bubbles will will uh, oh. set up on top, and then kind of open up steam. some wow. steam. Okay. Uh, bat is going to come on back then. Okay, I scattered out some of the areas. There's still some more to go, but. Uh... Yeah, eggs up there, other eggs exit there, acid there. Uh, there seem to be some other tunnels here and here. What do we want to do? But no Escobald? You didn't see Escobald, did you? I didn't see Escobald yet. <sighs> Damn it. He has to be in here. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe he's he been went right to the eggs. We should probably go look. He wasn't in the egg sacks, was he? Um, I didn't see him, but I was also using sonar. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Let's let's go take a look. Meanwhile, further down on the screen, why oh, <laughs> isn't anybody saving me? Can't um, meta game, sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, not here, not today. Um. So as uh, Ash, did you walk in or is that your, your bat? Uh, I'm walking in. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you walk in, give me a dexterity save. I'm actually not terrible at these. Fuck my life. Uh, this spray of acid comes from one of the stalocytes that are up on the ceiling, comes falling down on you and covering you. Uh, and you take eight points of uh, acid damage because you. Oh, this is fascinating and terrifying. <laughs> and, uh, I think we're we're gonna go ahead and roll initiative at this point. Uh, I, I like that idea. <laughs> fuck you, thing. I get a I get a plus uh, D eight in my initiative too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, sorry, I hit it twice. Oh, it's oh, okay. I was like, I'm trying to use D and D Beyond, and it was like not rolling for me. Oh, um, yeah. If you can do it in roll twenty, that's great. If not, I can add you in. Um, it looks like most of you are gone. Um, uh, yeah, look at that one. Uh, that would have been a 17 initiative. Now it's an 18. Fuck you. <laughs> I rolled a 6. It rolled in D&D Beyond. So. Okay. Uh, I'll add you in there as a 6. Don't forget, you also get my 1d8. Because Ooh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Let me add that. Uh, yeah, roll that. Oh, oh, for people viewing, Ash has a special thing. He's uh, able to take longer to cast spells to add beta magic into it. So he twinned both of those spells he cast. Unfortunately, he's not a very good spontaneous caster. <laughs> oh, um, so ten? Gretchen. There's a 10. 10 total or add 10 yeah, to that? It's okay. a 10 total. Okay. <laughs> she rolled a 10 on it at 1d8. Uh, it looks like Perfectly normal, right? <laughs> Featherfall in the chat is uh, gifting you all a D4, so you can have a D extra D4 to any roll that you may encounter here. Um, descending. Okay, let's uh, let's do this. I, I have to reveal some uh, tokens here. Move that. Um, hopefully, does that. Little little bug creature show up for you? I think it well, does. Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, that is the one that sprayed you, Ash. And it's coming. Mm -hmm. This stalacite now kind of uncorkscrewed a little bit, and you now see like these these beady bug eyes and and some uh, antennae and some of those um, those insect legs that were making the marks outside kind of start to un unwrap and is now looking like it's getting ready to fall upon you. Okay. Uh. Ash briefly lament. Why the fuck does my poncho not have a hood? This sucks. <laughs> As he runs quickly behind Gretchen. <laughs> yeah, no opportunity attack because it is 30 feet up on that ceiling, so you're able to uh, run underneath it. You're out of melee range. And he is going to proceed to... like As he like falls behind her, he like gets to the ground and starts like... His hand starts like popping out from his poncho, and it's like one candle, candelabra, one candelabra, one candelabra, and he's just setting up on the ground. Okay, give me a second. I just need to cast some stuff. Uh, you guys do it. You guys. Um, good luck. All right. Uh, next to that one, another one comes into view, and it drops to the to the floor. Um, that'll take some of its speed. 5, 10, 15. It's still able to get into you, Gretchen. This bug just uncurls from that stalacite, making what remains up there a very small stalacite. Most of it was this bug, and it kind of flops to the ground, and it hisses at you that same acid spray. So go ahead and give me a, a deck save, Gretchen. Okay. Ouch. I don't want to tell you what I rolled for damage, but it's pretty good. Well, you do have a D4 that you can add to this if you'd like. Oops, I don't know what happened. Oh, it, it attacked him? It attacked her? Yeah, it, uh, it spits acid. Wow. Uh, uh, I see. Deck save. Ugh, it's not rolling. It's like telling me I don't recognize command. I must be doing it wrong. Um, on 
on the on the side, the little toolbar on the left. Uh-huh. There's a little drop oh, down. Absolutely. It doesn't add your modifier, so you you don't oh, okay. have to add add that in, but you can just verbalize that to me. Okay. Oh yeah, that that's enough. Uh, you save. Otherwise, you're gonna take sixteen points of acid damage on a three d six. I rolled sixteen, uh, <laughs> so you take half that. Um, okay. Uh, which is eight eight points of acid damage as this is now like getting up on its back legs and and these two big tunneler kind of arms. They got these big scooped kind of blades on it are starting to come down on you as well. Um. That makes it your turn, Gretchen. Uh, I am going to unhook my mighty warhammer and <laughs> uh, go ahead and swing on the one that just attacked me. Okay. Yeah, twenty. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. Definitely hits. I and I have proficiency. Hold up. I was trying to be cool and do it all in D and D Beyond, but now it's like glitching out on me. Oh, so awesome! Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Oops. Uh, plus three to that. Seven points of damage on um, that guy. <laughs> yeah, so you're able to come in and like it's some of its chitinous kind of backplating, you're able to start to crack through and break. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it lets out this kind of uh, this chittery kind of sound. And mm-hmm. as it does that, you see two other... Uh, ones that are on the ceiling uh, wake up. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, so four total that you can see. You now have permission to battle roar. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, Gretchen? Um. Uh, no. Uh. Oh. Nope. Not. Right now, I should have okay. but that that would have been cool. But uh, PJ or Patrick, sorry. Oh, that that's fine. I I have five javelins. I'd like to okay. throw one at the the first one that started to descend, the one that uh, sprayed ash. Is it? It's still in the air, right? Or still? Uh, that one. There's... No, that one came down and is in front of Gretchen now. Okay. Well, there was another one, right? Yeah, there are three still up on the ceiling, and one has has dis- descended and fallen okay. to Gretchen. I misunderstood. Then I'll go after the one that's in front of Gretchen. Yeah, go ahead and give me a attack roll with the javelin. One. Let's see if this works. That's a 13. Uh, 13 is going to just hit. And that's five piercing. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so now it has, on the other side of that that kind of backplated armor, now has a javelin sticking out of it. And again, that same kind of howl comes out of its mouth, um, causing great damage. Um, that makes it... Anything else? Uh... I think with my movement, I would get closer to it now so I can engage in, in you know, hand-to-hand now instead of from a distance. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you get up into melee next to uh, Gretchen... Um, for sure. Uh, that makes it... This one falls down and comes running and skittering towards Gretchen. Uh, another deck save. Oh. 
19. 19, yeah, you say uh, that's going to be six points of acid damage when you're taking half. So six total. Six total damage. Jeez. This one falls down and it is looking at you, Ash. Uh, same acid spray. Uh, deck save. Okay. 14. Yeah, you save. Uh, six, seven. So you take three points of acid damage. Owie. Again, no hood. Bad idea, <laughs> me. Uh, this one comes running up to you. It does not have its acid spray. Uh, it is going to kind of open up its two front arms. And it's on its hind back four legs, and it's going to try to bite down on you, uh, Valtiv. Um, uh, that's an eight to hit. Probably not going to do it. No. Yeah. Uh, back to you, Ash. All, okay. all four have dropped from the ceiling and are now kind of encasing Gretchen and Valtiv. There's one in melee range. Oh, where is uh, Torvain? Torvain should have gone in there somewhere. He's going to cast a firebolt at the one next to you, Ash, because that is what is closest that hits. Uh, and that's going to take four damage. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Ash. Sorry. Okay, Ash is going to light, uh, take a little like small magic light and pass it over each of the little candelabras, lighting each one. And standing at the center, he's going to re a single hand is going to poke out from his poncho, holding a red scale, and he is going to say, "Okay, tear open the Dragon King's maw and draw forth his." Blah blah blah. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Tear open the Dragon King's Maw and draw forth his righteous flame. I call upon thee to reduce this world to cinders. Agonizer Scorcher, answer me! And he is going to move around. Take the attack of opportunity to get to this position. And a line okay. of fl flame straight through these three. Okay. Yeah, a whiff on the attack of opportunity. <laughs> Chills down Ooh. the spine in chat there. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So what is that for? And that is going to be a 3d8. Uh, and this is going to be augmented with empowered metamagic. Is it a, is it a save on, on my end at all? Uh, save. Okay. As Ash takes the scale and drives it into the earth, and there's a crack that rips out along the line, and seeming magma, though it's really more fire, erupts from the ground along the line of this. Sweet. Uh, so. so the the very first one rolled uh, six total on his save. The second one rolled a 15. And the third okay. one rolled a 16. Okay, two pass, two fail. Okay, so the first two, one... one two fail. No. Ugh. One six... Two succeeded, succeeded, one failed. There we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the one closest to you failed. So he's going to take all 14 points of that. One sec. I'm going to do the empower metamagic. Try to reroll that three. Let's see. Okay. 15 damage instead. 15 damage there and seven uh, for the other two. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, the, the one in that first kind of uh, showed its head, this one... Oops, get back over there. Uh, he's looking pretty rough. The rest are are still okay. Uh, they are kind of inflamed, but anything else, Ash? Uh, that is unfortunately all I can do now. 
sweat. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one here, that one, that's looking pretty rough. It's going to take a, a, a bite at you, Gretchen. Uh, nope, that's going to be a four to hit. Not going to do it. Uh, leads us to you. All right. Uh, I uh, Gretchen, um, upon like like all of the the epicness that was that last spell, um, she uh, like grab like does does her arms up in the air and then like pulls them down hard and just like screams and like goes into a rage. Um, and she swings. On the one that's looking rough. Yeah, that, that'd be the third one in the line there. Um, yeah, give me an attack roll. 12. 12 total? Yes. Yeah, that does not hit. You actually do kind of catch some of its uh, that back plating, but it just kind of glances off the re-roll side. That. You do I'm have a D4. Oh, yeah, actually, you can use the D4. Yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah, you hit. You're you're able to kind of catch into one of those cracks that's already created in this backplate, and you're just able to e- split it even wider. Uh, give me some damage, and we'll see what what's left of this thing. Damage. That's it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I rolled a one. But I uh, did, did you get Did you get the rage damage? Uh. No. Ah, yes. So six total. Yes, six total. There you go. All right. Uh, Uh, Advantage on this guy is attacking, like advantaging. Which which one? This guy right here. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that'll be most likely uh, Valtiv. Gretchen, as you kind of split this crack wider in its backplate, you see one of those glowing crystals under somehow got lodged underneath this plate. And as you kind of look around at the others, all of them have a crystal lodged in kind of the underbelly underside, um, almost seeming like it couldn't get through the plate itself. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it has just kind of found a spot to uh, come in. So all four of these are uh, emanating that, that same uh, Amber shard. Hmm. Any anything else, Gretchen? Uh, is it plausible that I would reach down and try to rip it out? Um, the crack is you'd it. It would take an action to kind of get in there and kind of brute strength it open and be able to pull it out okay. uh, of this one. Um, some of the others where they're a little more exposed in the underbelly, you could um, do kind of a grapple and pull. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would it would be an action to pull that out if you'd like. Um, well, I think I've already used my action, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So I'll wait till next turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Valtiv. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The one right next to me, I'm going to try to attack it. Yeah, you have advantage given to you by Ash. How do I make that work in roll 20? Uh... <laughs> Usually, like if if we would have made character sheets, you'd just click that. But if you go over to okay. the left hand side, there's a little dice on the second one from the bottom. Oh, there we go. And you can go down to the d20 and and click on the the two, and it should roll both. I yeah. So one's an eleven, and then you'd have to 
manually add your modifier um, as we don't have our character sheets up and running. Star, where the heck are you? We could use your help. <laughs> <laughs> My modifier is plus four, so it's going to be a 15. Yeah, 15 hits. So you're able to come down with that long sword and catch a piece of its its plating and leg. And I'm using my long sword two-handed, so it's uh, let's see, one d ten plus two. Yeah, so eight points of damage coming down on this guy. Yeah, and as you kind of like cleave off its middle leg, it exposes one of those uh, amber shards there that you can now see for sure, um, kind of lodged in inside in the side of it. Uh, anything else, Valtif? I just want to yell now. It's the crystals. It's the crystals. Now that we can all see what's going on. Uh, that moves us to uh, this, the one at the very top. It's going to turn to you, Ash, as you just had this big wall of flame coming at it, and it's going to take a bite at you. Oh, you uh, should be afraid. It's fire. <laughs> Run, bug. <laughs> That's 15 plus, uh, plus 2, 17. Ah. Uh. That is enough to hit my 16 AC. Uh, well, you take five points of slashing. Do I want to try to cast shield? Gosh, I'm only going to get hit by one hit, aren't I? So, five points? Yeah. Okay. Owie. Ah. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Torvane. He's going to move up closer into the uh, the kind of fray here. Uh, let me pull up his character sheet. He's going to come in and kind of off to the side. He is going to, uh, again, he's going to firebolt that one um, that's in front of you, Ash. Uh, that's hits. That's a 17 to hit. Ooh, a 10. Yeah, that one in front of you, Ash, is now looking pretty rough. Okay. And... This one is going to turn to you, uh, Gretchen. It's going to take a bite attack. Not going to do it with a five. Uh, Tor or Valtiv, the one down by you, is going to attack. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. Nope. It uh, does not. That brings us to you, Ash. Ah, I see. Well, my... So how's this guy looking here? Uh, that one and the one kind of in the middle are rough, real rough. So who's looking the worst right now? Uh, that would be this one. My, how the table, my, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> Do not worry, Gretchen. I will protect you. Um, just give me a second. Uh, he drops something like some bell falls around. No, oh, no, I need that. He leans <laughs> over, picks up the bell. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. And uh, give me wisdom saving throw. Oh. What is what's the wisdom of these guys? Probably not pretty good. <laughs> Come on. DC fifteen. I rolled a ten. Let's see what their um uh, nope, that's not gonna be enough. Uh so yeah, that one in the middle of those those three there fails that save. Ten uh and he is going to uh, basically uh, mercy kill it. Nine, take nine necrotic damage. Uh, yeah, how do you want to do it? How do you want to do this? Uh, That's how it goes. 
the, the ringing the ringing seems to fill the room bouncing off the walls and coming closing in around this creature and it just seems to get tired the wound its wounds succumbing it's succumbing to its wounds and just collapses to the ground and slowly slowly drifts off to sleep forever and it, it's its legs that were once supporting it kind of like collapse underneath it falls down and as it hits the ground that shard migrates out of its side much like coming out of the meteor and clings down onto the ground and that one is is no more uh, Stop looking at me. It's still looking at me. Uh, <laughs> Gretchen, what would you like to do? You have two kind of around you uh, that are causing you some, some trouble. Uh, I'm going to try to grab the one directly in front of me okay. and try to rip open that carapace. Carapace? Yeah. Should I say that word? Uh, and then it's like one of those words like, I've only ever read that word. Right. I've never, I've never said, said, said that. this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and wrench it open and pull okay. that card out. Yeah, give me a give me a athletics athletics check as you're you're kind of coming in there and, and separating shell from Oh, I'm good at these. body. And do you have advantage if you're raging? Uh yeah, I, yes. I believe you yes, do. It's a strength yeah. Check, yeah. Yeah, so give me uh, that strength check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. The the second one with the advantage is enough to kind of separate it up, and you do see that, that shard kind of in there humming. Oh, yeah, pulling that bad boy out. Okay, with that same with that same check, you're able to all in kind of one maneuver, mm-hmm. use your barbaric strength and pull that one out. As you do that, you do see it kind of relax and back up. Um, we'll say backs up five feet as it's kind of moving away from you now that that shard has been pulled and removed from it. So is it backing up because it's no longer as aggressive or is it backing yeah. up like, I don't want to even fight you? Uh, a little bit of both. It's not, it's obviously scared of you because you just kind of separated its body, but it's <laughs> also like that, whatever that drive was that was pushing it to get in your face has now been removed. Oh, Okay. Gretchen is going to hold it up, hold up the, the uh, shard in the air and be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Gretchen? Um, into it. <laughs> bonus action? Uh, uh, I have a good frenzy. Make a single way that a bonus action. I guess uh, I'll mean just uh, use my bonus action to do a frenzy attack. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit the other one that's right next to me. All right. With my hammer. So just like holding up the shard <laughs> with one and got the hammer, which is a war hammer. So she she kind of, she I guess, let me think about this. So she's going to swing down. She does it up in the air and then throws it against the wall and then grabs her uh, uh, war hammer to come down all in one cor- sort love of it. like fl- fluid flow. Yeah, um, love it. Make a, yeah, make that attack. I can totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, not enough. You're you're almost too focused on this awesome shard that's in your hand as you're like throwing it as graceful as you can, and then at the same time, it's almost an afterthought to do this attack down. You do yeah. kind of hit the you hit the ground right next to it, uh, missing. But I'm it was like, beautiful. And... Scream like angrily <laughs> next to this bug. <laughs> it looked really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Valti, that leads us to you. You have one in front of you that's uh, it, it's looking okay. Uh, again, you, you can see that 
shard kind of uh, sticking out underneath its its that back carapace plate piece. You know what? Let let me try to pull the shard. Okay. It worked. It worked with with Gretchen. Let me let me try that also. Perfect. Uh, yeah, give me a strength uh, check there. Eleven. Eleven. Not quite enough. You're more. You're you're distracted by trying to get some of those those claws, those tunneler arms that are in front, and those insect mandibles that are uh, chomping at you, trying to get them out of the way as you're trying to grab this piece out. And you're you got it about halfway to come out, but you can't quite get the rest of it uh, to kind of uh, break that bond. Any anything for a bonus? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so this this one that the shard has been removed is going to skitter back. Um, Ash, you could get um, uh, attack of opportunity on it if you'd like, but it's going to keep moving and kind of get and nestle in behind this this egg sack and start nah, to kind of crawl up the wall back that way. Nah, man, we're Gucci. <laughs> um, this one, Torvane is going to come up, seeing an opportunity here, seeing that Gretchen is in with the other one. It's going to come up behind it, and it's going to try to pull that shard out. Um, not going to do it with a 10. Uh, I, I almost got it. Uh, keep holding him, Gretchen. Uh, and it is that one's turn. It's going to attack you, Gretchen, uh, with a 12. I don't think it's going to uh, do no. much. Nope. Nope. Uh, that's a miss. Um, Valtiv, it's going to, that one's going to attack you. Ooh, that's a 19 plus two. So 21. That hits. Uh, four points of slashing damage as its bite kind of... You got this one arm up trying to defend it as you're pulling it out and it kind of clamps down on your forearm. Uh, Ash. Uh, Ash is going to back up a little bit, like, look back at this that this guy over here staring back at Gretchen. Hey, could you, like, imagine if she got one of those shards stuck in her? Like, how angry do you think she could get? <laughs> <laughs> Very angry. <laughs> He's like, her rage. Extra berserk rage. <laughs> exactly. And charred. Oh no. <laughs> so um I'm just gonna like gonna try to help out my friends. Um what do I got to help out? Uh okay maybe hold slow them down a little bit i'm going to cast frostbite on this one here because this one's barely even hurt so it's probably gonna get another attack on okay. give me a con save con saving throw oh that's a four <laughs> you take your 1d6 cold damage <laughs> two. two his toes are cold <laughs> <laughs> and disadvantage on the next attack. All right. Anything else, Ash? Well, I'm useful. <laughs> uh, uh, help action here, over here. With the bat. Okay. Um, yeah, Gretchen is her since her hammer landed on the ground next to it. She lets it. She just lets her hammer go and just leaves it on the ground there. And digs her hands into the carapace again and just right. pulls it open. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll give you advantage here because uh, Torvane is behind kind of, you know, wrestling it a little bit. Wrestling. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, you needed it. <laughs> yeah, you're able to just like just punch through and just rip it out and then pull that killing it in the uh in the wake of all that. It does as you pull it out it just just kind of go lifeless at your feet, but you do have the uh, crystal shard. <laughs> we did it. Uh, nice nice Gretchen uh, there's still one more uh, <laughs> Valdiv that leads us to you yeah I'm not doing so well here I'd like to uh, try again to okay. uh, advantage uh, with the uh, familiar there kind of uh, distracting this uh, ank ank egg ank egg uh, there so that's one okay so I advantage yeah, go ahead and uh, give me another roll there. Seven or, seven or nine, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, wow. so not, not enough. You're just still trying to... This thing's moving just a little too much to be able to uh, kind of get a strong enough grip on it to pull it out. Um, uh, the one in the back still cowers uh, in the corner. Torvane is going to come over and kind of show himself. He's going to firebolt that one that's moving around. Uh, that is a 12. They're not going to hit. Uh, number one is dead. Uh, that leads it to number four. He's going to try to bite you again, Valtiv. Ah, oh, jeez. That's a 19 plus two. It hits. Uh, that's going to be six points of, uh, slashing as those mandibles, bug-like mandibles come down and crunch your forearm one more time. Ash. Yeah, so, like, everyone thinks that, like, she learned how to do that dig her bare hands in a care pest thing from the doors, but she I actually saw her do it when we were kids. Kind of crazy. Uh, oh, you're, you're still fighting that one? Uh, uh, let me help. Uh, don't worry, I've got your back. Um, frostbite. Con save. Go. Uh, con save. Uh, that's a 17 plus 1. 18. Well, I'm useful at going back to talk <laughs> to the gang, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> All right, Gretchen. Uh, Gretchen, who was like so excited because she, you know, again, it's right in front of her face. She's getting them. She grabs. She, then, when someone said there's another one, she's like, "Oh, there's another one!" And she grabs her warhammer and holds it up, and like, um, it's got this like, because on it is inscripted the words "Snow Fight." And she's like, snow fight! <laughs> and then runs and like, that's like her battle cry. And then like, like goes to, to hit this one with her hammer. Perfect. Give me a attack roll. Ugh. Garbage. <laughs> snow might? Snow might? <laughs> I don't oh. I'm sorry. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, that's a myth. Sorry. That's, that's a, that's a... Any any bonus? Uh, no. All right, Valtiv, back to you. This is the crafty one. He's yeah, he's around yeah. and he's hitting on his bites and dodging. <laughs> this one's actually a slightly different color. It's hard to tell, <laughs> but he's he's a mini boss. <laughs> this is yeah. This is actually the big bad. <laughs> uh you go, are you giving me an attack on this guy? I'm trying to. Are you are you going to try to pull uh you're 
you are you do have a hand on the crystal shard um so you can give me a strength if you want to try to get it out or abandon that and go back to a, a long sword attack it's up to no, you let me let me try i think it'd be okay. a, a complete action for me to disengage and then re-engage so let me try okay point pulling this shard out perfect so a whopping four <laughs> we're struggling here oh my gosh, we are a folly really of errors here uh yeah wow. not your hand just kind of slipped off the end of it, and now it's kind of like wiggling and writhing around that you, you lost track of it for a second. <laughs> uh, Torvane's going to come up, and he, he sees what we're trying to do here. He's going to come up and try <laughs> to do it. Let's see. Uh, what is his strength modifier? Because I rolled... The DC is 15 to pull it out. I rolled a 14. Uh, this guy is a, a mage. Uh, so <laughs> let me get to his character sheet. His strength is minus one, so he does not get it. He is just kind of around it and now kind of, um, I'm going to say he'll give advantage to whoever tries next as he is uh, flanking and on the other side, which would be, uh, this one's going to take a bite attack at Valtiv. G <laughs> 18 to hit. Wow, yes. I'm sorry, man. It's just it's Jeez. dropping four slashing. I oh. uh that brings us to Ash. <laughs> um like I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's like looking at me. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to try to cheer you on. Um go, go, you can do it. Veal Violin is our man. Um. <laughs> Surprisingly good for me, actually. I, I, I think you've given Gretchen advantage on any attack or strength check here with that performance. <laughs> he already had it, but now he has it again. <laughs> so that leads us to you, Gretchen. Um, Gretchen, like, mad that her hammer missed, and how could it be so traitorous throws it to the ground and reaches down and just does her whole like manhandle this all right let's do it carapace look for that magic 15 yeah that's enough just in this blind rage finally just let end this you pull it it you don't kill this one but it immediately starts to like skitter around that corner and up the wall and just vacating the area jeez when you took that course in animal handling this is not what i thought you meant i handle and she like, <laughs> she's got her, uh, like the shard up in the air and then she like throws it down to the side she's like i did this as a child that's how i know you remembered i can't believe you remembered all of those deer carcasses i used to rip apart you it's it's usually pretty hard to forget trauma <laughs> Uh, Tor Torvane is oh, kind of is gathering himself. Okay? I'm okay. Uh, Baltiv, how about you? You seem to be struggling a little bit. I am both physically damaged and emotionally damaged. I am just, I am ashamed. I am ashamed. It happens to the best of us. It's okay. Um, well, that's one room down. Should we keep going? I really want to get one of these eggs right now. I mean, we came all the way over here. They're in there. 
looks at the little ankegs, slowly walks towards them, looks at them like, you gonna try anything, motherfuckers? Yeah, as you get closer, these ones kind of get up closer into the corner, getting as far away from you as possible. They look protective, but they're also uh, fairly damaged that they're not gonna do do much. Okay, cover my back. I'm going to get an egg. Greeches into the gloop, grabs one. It's this very um, thick gel, like aloe vera kind of gel. You pull yourself out and it covers your forearm. But you do have an egg that is ostrich-sized, pretty big. Probably weighs a pound or two, just rather large. Good. Slowly shuffles out. I got dinner. We better better go. While he was doing that and getting it, and since he said watchers back, Gretchen like is like doing her like like very like like Planet of the Apes style, like doing her like (laughs) in the air, looking at the ones up in the corner, like come on, (laughs) total distraction. (laughs) Love it. Um. Uh, Ash, did your 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 friend, your bat friend, did he see anything else? Uh, let me go check. Uh, bat friend, roll perception check to just scan in general where the cave stuff are, is. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll go. We'll do a general perception check for kind of the rest of, and we can call this a short rest uh, for anybody. Um, we'll go ahead and roll some hit dice if you need to um, gain back whatever you gain back on a short rest uh, as this bat kind of uh, that's a 12 because they have advantage apparently oh nice okay yeah 12 um, yes and you can use lay on hands on yourself um, Baltif yeah, that's right. I'm, going, I'm going to have to I'm down to 7 points Oof. yeah so as you guys are kind of like cleaning yourself up and and healing where you can, your bat does come across some something, someone in this corner and one in this corner. Okay. So there are two different bodies. Um, and and Torver is like, who? What? What do you see? Describe them. Maybe I can I can help. Well, I open my mouth and the GM narrates for me. <laughs> yeah, that's where I come in. Um, on w- one side, you see, um, you see a, uh, an elven, half-elven woman over here, um, crystal shard in her arm, and just kind of like slumped in the corner, breathing slowly. Um, and on the other side, you see. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, a tiefling, um, blue skin, horns that come around, a white sharp teeth, and this black tongue that kind of clears the edges of her mouth or his mouth every now and then. Um, kind of dug in in uh, these husks of some of the 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 ink eggs that have like molted out of their their selves. He's like kind of dug in, almost hiding. Okay. Uh, also, anybody that recovers hit uses spends hit die. You get an extra point because I'm cooking. Uh, and you get extra point for hit die you spend. And I'm cooking this fucking ankeg egg. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> vengeance never tasted so sweet. So I, I will. Sh- so, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Balti. So Ash is reported back with the bat seas. 
about the, the half elven woman and the tiefling yeah. male. Yeah. Torvar will know. definitely be tiefling. Uh, that's that's him. That's what I wanted to know. That's the one. Uh, yeah, he's he's a he yeah. and a tiefling for sure. He's he seemed to be hiding, so he probably has a little bit of time. I would like to go rescue that elf woman too first. Well, let's move quickly. Let's. Boy, oh boy! I sure should hope she doesn't awaken right uh, when we get there. Give actually, Ash, give me a persuasion check on the trying to go do the the one before the other. Oh sure, my <laughs> persuasion. Can I can I help? Fuck you and your mother. You, you can throw some <laughs> negative too. That's nice. Uh, you can throw in some uh, some help there, and either grant inspiration or um, with your words, you can you can roll as well. Well. To, to, to be more to be more realistic of how he'd first uh, try to speak, um, maybe we should probably go. I don't know, like help the lady. I um, like looks around for confirmation. I don't know. It, this is kind of maybe she has less time. You yeah, she the woman, the elven woman is kind of like looking rough and kind of slumped over. Heavy breathing, labored breathing. Um, but like, I get it if you don't want to do that, so we can go after the other one instead if you want. Um, um, Valti, there we go. I mean, God. <laughs> I rolled a two, so you're you're gonna get it, I think. <laughs> um, whatever we do, we just have to make it fast. Um, so yeah, he'll he'll follow you into that to the uh, where the elven woman is, and it's in that bigger room towards the bottom left. Um, okay. as and I, we'll just kind of like get you get you into that room. You see this this half elven woman kind of slumped over. You see a deer that has been kind of ripped apart next to her. Uh, there there's a dead ink egg, and they're kind of like bound in place with these yellow webs that you see throughout um the uh, the the caves here. Uh, she does have a crystal shard in her arm, but doesn't seem to be like agitated or violent or aggressive as you walk in. Uh, she does kind of like pick up her eyes to you. Uh, unnatural evil is driving these things, and she kind of looks down to her her forearm with that shard in there. Uh, she's got freckles, this like raven black hair. You can see wolf bites on her. Um, Please help. And she she's she's all she kind of like grasps at the shard but can't quite grab it and pull it out. Okay. Don't worry, I'll help you. Someone please help her. Can I try uh, med a, a medicine? Yeah, you can uh, give me a medicine check. Um and it uh Gretchen, what were you what were you saying? Oh, I was gonna say Gretchen's gonna go over there and rip it out, but okay. let's give a medicine check. Well, <laughs> 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 we can, yeah, so go ahead, give me a medicine check, and then uh, <laughs> we'll rip this guy up. Ooh. Oh. oh, man, Patrick. Uh, you should re-roll <laughs> that. I'm you have right. luck there. Like chrono magic. Can yeah, I so use you, the re-roll for this one? Yeah, yeah, this might be a good time, because a failed medicine check is never good. Uh, you don't have to burn yours. I'm going to use my reaction to let you re-roll. There you okay. go. So I'm a, I'm a plus two. <laughs> Oh, so a nine. Nine, close. You you could tell she's suffering. Are you trying to stabilize, or are you just trying to assess? 
trying to stabilize her. Yeah, you can't quite get there. There's just so many bites and wounds, and and the shard is is doing a number on her that you're you don't know where to start. You're kind of like analysis paralysis. I, uh, it's okay. which one would you start with first? Know. And you're, you're struggling a little bit. You don't do any harm, any more harm, further harm to her, but uh, you you don't help, unfortunately. And she keeps, like, kind of scratching at this shard. Help, take, remove, get it out. I, I've got a plan. Um, do you think you can help help me? Uh, no, uh, no, no plans necessary. Oh, Gretchen okay. goes over and just rips it out. All right, give me a strength check there. Like the Band-Aid. Yeah, just do 20. it. Yeah, that's enough. You're able to pull it out, and you know the same. Just like the boars, some blood starts to come out, and she kind of slumps over and falls to her side, just in a state of relax, like trying to uh, as much comfort as she can. <sighs> oh, thank you. Um, she she's on death's door, but she's not she's not quite there yet. Um, she reaches up behind her neck and unclasps this necklace it's got a couple bones in it like wolf wolf's teeth kind of sewn in and woven in like hemp like material and it's got a bigger uh piece of a the breastplate what looks like a flat bone maybe it could be like a rib or a breastplate of a wolf and it's got some runic carves take this and she kind of like hands it out and hand falls down it's almost too heavy for her at this point it will um, help. I would like to use one of like the healing kit thing magic if possible. Okay. Yeah. Apply. Uh, do I have to roll a medicine to use this or? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be a medicine check. Okay. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> it's gonna work. You have more self-confidence than I have. All right. You're able to kind of like open up this kit and get some salves and, and enough like bandaging material to stop some of the bigger um, wounds that are there. Kind of comforts her a little bit. She she is able to sit back up. Oh, thank you for, for coming. The I have a lot said, of experience doing this. Thank he you, does God. not look at anyone in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen is going to close her hand back around the necklace and say keep it you will have more days she, she kind of clasps it almost like rosary beads and kind of wraps it around kind of putting uh, some of her fingers through and, and kind of holding on to that main breastplate piece mm -hmm. uh, and holds it closer to her uh, those Bugman took those shards and stabbed it into my arm. You don't have any in you, do you? Gretchen looks up and down around her like, <laughs> I better not. It, as soon as it entered my skin, I could feel this <laughs> yelling in my head. Telling me and forcing me to do things I would never do. It's best that you leave this place. And Torvirsa, only after we get get my my friend, we've got somebody to rescue. We're heroes after all. Um, it 
Torvane's actually gonna like leave the room and and start to make. Um, I, I I don't know if we can help her anymore, but she's given us enough. Okay, um, we're going to come back and grab you. Okay, you sit tight and play dead. You you can uh, with that medicine check. You she's we'll say she's stable. Um, she's kind of settled. Um, and, and Torvane is going to kind of go up and through those, uh, uncharted tavern, cat, not tavern, we're not in the tavern yet. Uh, those caverns, uh, cavernous, 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 uh, tunnels and make it into that room with those husks. Um, and, and as you enter, if everybody's following, you hear the, that voice of Iskavol kind of like nestled into those husks saying get out of my mind get out get out and uh at that torvane's gonna run and and just start pulling husks away and get to um iskavol and pulls him up and kind of sets him stop it's okay it's okay and he kind of like grabs him by the face and like stares into his eye it's going to be okay uh he's and he's any he, at this point now he's like kind of looking for any um any sort of uh, shards that may be within him. Uh, what's what's everybody else doing? Ash is sprinkling. Uh, well, Ash is sprinkling ash on the ground. <laughs> he just crouched down with a. St- he like pulls a twig out of nowhere and just starts like drawing circles on the ash. All right. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> He, Torvane's gonna call. I need help. I need to get to his back. He's got one in his back. Help me! I will rush right up there with with Torvane. Um, I will hold Iskaval, you know, against me, his okay. facing me, so his back is out towards presumably Gretchen, because she's the one that's good at this. I'm not. <laughs> as soon as you kind of get him rolled over. Uh, Torvane starts to pull on the the shard. He can't get it, and you can see him just like frustratingly start to dig at it and try to pull, pull, pull. I can't get it. Uh, Gretchen, help me, please, help. Gretchen comes up and just like wraps her arms around Torvane and like grabs where, like right above where he's grabbing, okay. and just yanks. Yeah, uh, you give me a. Uh, if you're both, if they're both doing it, we'll we'll say it's got it's going to happen. You're able to just kind of both all of your strength pull it out, and you, um, Valti, feel that that body, uh, what was kind of stiff and and tense, kind of go a little limp in your in your arms. And uh, uh, Torvane goes to kind of pick up, grabs um, Iskavol by the shoulders and roll him around and just like embraces him uh, very hard and just kind of like holds him close. And it kind of pulls him and sits back uh, on, on his uh, on his rear end and just holding him. And you could see him start to kind of cry a little bit, uh, Torvane is. What's everybody else doing? How does this cabal look for for help? I mean, does he, look- uh, he he looks a little wounded. I mean, he he had that shard kind of in his back that caused some damage. Um, not he he's stable, but yeah, probably like half health if if we had to quantify. So nowhere near the elven woman. No, no, the el- elven okay. woman is like yeah, one hit point right. with that medicine check. Um, 
Iskavol, it is good to have you, have you back in my arms. Thank you, thank you. And he's looking up to all of you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I couldn't have done it by myself. Iskavol, what are you doing down here? And and just those tears start to kind of, and you can hear his voice start to choke up, and and uh, Torvane is just not letting go, really gripped on. Iskabel tries to break the embrace a little bit and, and kind of like sit side by side. Torvane, you made you made friends. That's shocking. And he's kind of like trying to bring some levity to the situation. Um, again, the, he blue teethling, sharp white teeth. His black tongue is kind of like again cleaning corners of his mouth. Uh, Torvane, it's not like you to to put yourself in danger, but I, I thank you. And I and he looks up to all of you. I thank all of you. Um, I, I appreciate it. I I would not have made it out of here on my own. just like kind of catching breath did you happen to see any of them go through pass through the meteorite no uh -huh. any I caught the glimpse of one of these insects that had and he'll hold up that shard that you pulled out of his back was able to disappear into the meteorite and, and go somewhere else I, I i i don't know i i was not brave enough to to try i came in here and and cowered in this corner until you came and found me hmm. I, I would imagine if there's a a hive mind or a, a a brain of whatever this is these these shards whatever's controlling it must be through there if there if there is some evil that is going to continue polluting this land I believe it is our responsibility to stop it. I say, st having finished my incantations. And with that, he raises his hand and strikes the ashes. And as he does, they turn almost volcanic. He scoops them up in his hand and closes his fist around it. You can hear the sizzling inside of it. I've got a spell ready for them. I put my hand on Torvane's shoulder. And I tell him to... Get Iskaval out of here. Bring him to bring him to safety. We can help. We can we can fight, right? Iskaval, you and he, he looks and, and, and again like seeing those eyes and he and he clasps his hands and as he brings up his hands you see on Iskaval that same style of ring with the same um, lettering uh, font uh, and it says Torvane on it. Um we we better go. We we will, will will escort that uh, the the elven woman out too. And you uh, thank you again. And I, I again find me, and we'll get those those magic items crafted for you. And he he kind of gets Iskavol up on his shoulder, and they're they're both kind of carrying each other at this point. Um, and they they do get up and make their way out. Uh, as per your order. One day I will find someone to love as much as those two love each other. Aww. That poor ah, person. Ah, well, 
<laughs> On to smashing. Uh, today's not that day. Anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you're kind of, we could say you've cleared this level of the dungeon. Um, the only, the last thing to check out is that, that lead of what Iskavol said about uh, creatures with an implanted shard is able to pass through. Are you guys ready? Let's it do it. needs to be stopped. Do you, do you think I should change spells? Like, I, I mean, I could probably do a different... Um, maybe... Mm. It looks at you guys. No, we're ready. We can do this. It's going to be all right. But really, are you sure I've got the right spell? I mean, I've got a burning hands written. Never mind, let's go! <laughs> Gretchen's already walking <laughs> towards it. Okay, um, let's move. <laughs> I imagine you've all picked up a shard at mm-hmm. this time, and you're you're heading towards it. Um, I, oh, I mean, hey, I, wait, woman, does that like wolf wolf charm do anything, or is it just like a consolation? <laughs> it does. It it is a magical item, but she's she's now reclasped it onto her neck, and I, I'm going to say they are they are gone. Damn it. She tried Good to give you a magic eye. Cool. <laughs> That's all right. It it, uh, it was something special to her that she was giving. But um, so as you get closer to it, and, and you're holding this shard, uh, and who who is getting close to it? I don't want to. I mean, I'm in the back. Yeah, Gretchen's probably first. Just okay, um, with it in on your person as you're holding it, it it's almost like this cooling. Uh, water even though it's like hot to the touch as soon as you enter it it's it's cooling on your skin if you can't breathe water you do have to hold your breath but if you're brave enough to step all the way in you do kind of almost vacuum tube down to the end of this meteor and if everybody's following i'll take you to a different map oh boy (laughs) let's go all right once more into the brink so you should be in the subcrater map. Uh, hopefully, you can see everything. Um, we'll say this po- this pops you out like right up here uh, to the north side of this, and you can see the meteor does not quite make contact with the ground. It's the same thirty foot cavern like before. There are the acid pools there, uh, and and the tip of this meteor does not quite touch the ground, and you kind of come uh, like a water slide, come shooting out onto the ground. On the other side of this meteor, you do see like a concentrated piece of this amber material. What would you guys like to do as you are in this room? Gretchen's going to walk over to that concentrated piece yep. and just put her hammer down, like th- like sling her hammer down on top of it. Okay. Uh, as you kind of come up and get closer to it, um, give me a strength save. Wow, twenty-three. <laughs> Look at you. Um, <laughs> this huge gust of wind comes and tries to like push you, but you're able to dig your heels in and come in and go ahead and give me that attack. Yeah, ten. Uh, well, this is a a weird little creature, so a ten could hit, but. My sheets are having a hard time loading as I'm scrolling up and down. Um, actually, a 10 does not hit. Uh, you do clang off of it and like send some sparks and some of the smaller pieces of the shard flying out. Uh, anyone else want to do do something to this? 
this will be kind of like the boar uh, encounter. We won't roll initiative. We'll kind of just uh, free flow this. Yeah. But you do uh, see that same kind of pulsing glow, even brighter and, and strong um, as, as each individual crystal shard. I open for any enemies that might be popping okay. in. Because this okay. person said insect people. I remember that. And following Gretchen's lead, I will go at, I will attack the, okay. the shard. The... Yeah, give give me another strength save as this gust of wind comes trying to push you uh, away. Nice. nice. Very nice. Yeah, you're able to, again, <laughs> dig your heels in, like grab onto Gretchen's arm to kind of get yourself forward, and then go ahead and give me that attack. Eight. <laughs> we can't roll the Good resisting wind, at least. <laughs> so on the map, you can see there's like two kind of big, bigger pieces. You're able to split that one, and one of them falls off and kind of just collapses and shatters on the ground. And any energy or humming that was in it just kind of reverberates out and then fades and goes away. Mm. You, know, uh, you got about halfway there. Can I make a quick investigation check to determine if something was to come into this place that is not visible at the moment, where would it come from? Um, I'll, I'll give it to you. I think you would... It would come from that same spot, you know, come shooting down that slide like you guys did. There are no okay. external tunnels. There are no other markings that may may show somebody could tunnel in um, or have tunneled in. Okay. I'll be ready near that. Okay. Uh, anything else? Anybody else want to... Can I hit it again? Yeah, yeah, go for <laughs> it. Yeah, you're you're there. You're locked in with those strength checks, so you won't have to give me another one. But yeah, give me a you you have it halfway there. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. now we're rolling. All right, yeah. give me a damage roll. What did I say it was? One d one d ten plus three plus th five. Big yikes. Uh, you're able to... So there's that one pillar still up. You're able to get most of it. And again, a big chunk of it sloughs off, crashing into the ground in that same reverberation. It needs one more hit to uh, to happen. And we can kind of role play this out as if it just does. I mean, no, no sense. You're going to be here long enough. Uh, <laughs> you're able to take another swing, Gretchen, and kind of get this thing now finally falling down that final one just kind of breaks shatters and and that final reverberation it seems to go further beyond these walls and the crystal shards that were in your hands uh that humming and the glow and the pulsing seem to stop and all the shards that are within the meteorite kind of fall out and just clink 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 falling around it and then all those pulsing um beats that are in them fall down and and end and it becomes almost eerily quiet and you you seem to have taken out the the source of this. That was she's too gonna, easy. That was turn, way too easy. We're gonna turn and look <laughs> at them and be like, "You guys always say, don't just come in there and swing in your hammer." But look what I did. I came in here swinging my hammer. It, you Ooh. know what? You're right. I, I I honestly apologize for my previous comments. <laughs> <laughs> One of the last shards to come out of that meteorite is it's it's longer than anyone you've seen before and it's very sword-like um 
it's crystalline in nature that amber color it's short sword sized it does still kind of have a slight hum to it i think you just found a sword i prefer my hammer she's gonna um look over at her friends and just be like somebody want this sword i mean i'll take it i guess i does the Crusader want it? Valtiv. I, I would like to walk over and at least investigate it. <laughs> yeah, it's as you get closer to it, it does. It's the one remaining pulse. It's it's not as strong as as the pieces you've seen before, but it's still there. It's almost like this inner vein throughout this sword is pumping and pulsing. And as you put your hand up to it, it does have. You can feel that hum. It's almost got a, a slight uh, uh, throttle to it, um, and it feels like if you pick it up and turn it around, it feels like a well-crafted short sword. I would like to cast Identify, and by cast Identify, <laughs> I would like to roll my plus nine Arcana. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, this is uh, this is a magic weapon called the Mind Splinter. Um, it, it has that hum uh, in the hand of its wielder. You have a plus one to attack on damage rolls made with the magic weapon. You have blind sight out to 10 feet while you hold this. Um, and once per day, you can cast Detect Thoughts. So it's got wow. some, some magical properties to it. Um, and this is the end of our module tonight. Grasping that Mind Splinter. I do want to ask, though, what would each of uh, these characters do? You've been promised by Torvain and Iskaval. Uh, a magical item. You've been promised maybe uh, finder's rights to this meteor and this uh, mind splinter. What would uh, the next day or two from each of these characters look like? Well, I can tell you the first thing I'm doing is I'm going outside and I'm going to continue holding this fire blast <laughs> because I'm paranoid that something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're just this readied spell. Uh, is, and when it's released, it just like he's like, well, I guess nothing is going to happen sometime <laughs> late at night. Holds hand up, just a roar of flame. Second level spell, heightened meta magic. Nice, I, I like it. I like I like the delayed gratification on there. You were able to hold it all the way till you got out. Nice. Still bald. Um. Would any would anybody take up Torvain or Erskaval on their uh, magic item? Yeah. Yeah. What would be something you would want crafted? If 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 Gretchen could have some sort of magical trinket. Hmm. Anything off the top of your head? Hmm. That's tough. Because her hammer is just like everything to her. Um probably some sort of um hmm yeah i'm throwing you guys a curveball here at the end maybe uh Is Iskaval would would suggest maybe some uh runic carvings in here that add uh a, a weapon damage of your choice some kind of magical uh lightning fire something that would would go with and if it's snow fight you know maybe a cold damage might be damage. um might be something uh he would suggest yeah, just like a magic, just an enchantment on my my own weapon. Nice, yeah. nice, good. Uh, Valtiv, uh, any any requests and magical items? Having the sword, no. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You you have the mind splinter. <laughs> but the the first thing I would do is make sure that all three of them were safe. 
that would be my oh, priority okay. when we got out of there is make sure that they were okay and on nice. safety. Perfect. Yeah, there's a town like two miles out from this crash site. Uh, both of these, uh, Torvane and Erskaval, live there as well as this um, this elven woman. We didn't get her name. Um, I think it was Bridget, but. You you do check in on them. Uh, Bridget has recovered. Uh, she does offer you that that same charm necklace uh, if you would take it as oh. a as payment um, oh, for for like making sure she made it out. But uh, other than that, you guys successfully handled these uh, these shards. Um, found found the way to uh, kind of uh, work work around their power. Um, nobody was brave enough to inject themselves with it, but that's all right. <laughs> There's always no. next time. Um, I do a magic item. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say thank you to uh, the players here at the at the table, uh, everybody that came out tonight, and say sorry, Star, that you didn't make it um, on this adventure with us. We'll get you on the next one. I want to thank Arcane Library for writing these one shots. They are so much fun um, to play through. Uh, we do have another one coming up next week. The Gilded Tower, I think. I'm blanking on the name. It's late. Um, everybody in chat, thank you for hanging out. Uh, this has been another Featherfall community, Featherfall Tabletop community one-shot. We got some more coming down the line. Um, Valley of the Gilded Tower, I'm being told. Oh, sorry, Ashton. I, I thought you were... You wanted just <laughs> no, your no, Featherfall. It, it perfectly fits uh, the character. <laughs> he was going to ask for a hood. But it's just like... It goes to the other two. Right. Yeah, you want to ride him? You want to ride him? Okay. Ash just like doesn't say anything. Was waiting for them to come to him. He gets one of like the Gordon Fisherman like hat, yellow, big yellow hats, just that like, covers the neck, covers the shoulders. Uh, no, no more ass. Just goes to town like I'll buy myself an item then. <laughs> anyway, that wraps up all of the players' boons for this this adventure. But thank you, everybody. Uh, truly, it's been fun. I I love doing these, and I love having you with me. Um, with that, we're gonna end it for tonight. Uh, I hope Billy's in the chat and ready to to end this thing, um, and sign off. Otherwise, I will act as though. <laughs>